0: From the studios of WFN, this is Mike's on Francesca on the Fan on this Tuesday, the fifteenth day of May. Yankees down the nation's capital for a quick two-game series. Joe Gonzalez, and then tomorrow night they will face the best pitcher in baseball in Scherzer. See the Scherzers are a I say it's Scherzer. Uh, that's tomorrow. Uh, Mets open up a couple of games here at home. So, obviously, uh, they'll be here during the weekend, too, but they'll be taking on the Blue Jays, uh, Syndergaard, and obviously a lot going on with him uh, on the mound tonight. Uh, More talk probably about Vladimir Guerrero Jr. than anything going on with that series right now. Just like all the talk around the Yankees is about Harper, which, again, it's always talk about Harper and the Yankees. That's a very expensive proposition for a player who, you know, would be, you know... A player who really, with his swing and his whole, you know, star quality, his edge and everything else, I mean, he'd be a very, very uh, good fit for the Yankees in a lot of ways. Left-handed power, star, uh, box office, the whole thing, but a very, very expensive proposition. The news, as we just came on the air, about uh, Robinson Cano. Now, I'm hearing from the Cano camp that this had to do with blood pressure medicine. Then you're hearing from the baseball camp that he used that the, the drug he tested positive for, he uses a masking agent to mask another drug. So accusations, counter accusations. I don't know what's true and what's not. All we know is he's got an 80 game suspension that Robinson's putting on top of his uh, injury is an 80 game suspension That. You know, down the road can impact his Hall of Fame. That's for sure. I mean, that's something he could be thinking about. Something he was thinking about. Joe Torrey used to talk to Robinson Cano about the Hall of Fame years and years ago and tell him it's an annuity. It's an annuity, something you can use, something you can cash in on your whole life. He used to talk to – he used to tell me what he used to tell Robinson about it. About how that's something you could have your whole life and look forward to, and then just and and there's an economic advantage to it and everything else, but uh, this could impact that for uh, Cano down the road. Uh, Again, that's still way down the road to deal with that. Uh, So we have all that, and then uh, get back to some baseball, and then you have all the stuff around the gambling. and I want to start there on a busy show for this reason. I have seen so much misinformation. I have seen so much, uh, some statements that are so outlandish in the last 24 hours. I, I want to try and put some of this in some perspective here or where we are. First of all, the idea that automatically this will double the worth of all franchises in all sports. It's a nice thought if you own a franchise like Mark Cuban does. That's a long way off. Now, Will it have a residual value? Yes. Anything that's going to bring extra eyeballs to the to the TV sets is going to help ratings. Is going to help the sports. So if his point is, hey, if I have a guy watching a game that doesn't matter because he's got a bet on the game, it improves my worth. He's right, but that it's going to double the price of franchises is a very very high appraisal of the situation. Now. Understand this, the leagues want the feds involved because they think that's their best way to make a money grab. And you hear them talk ridiculously about one cent off the top and integrity taxes. There's no integrity tax on any bet ever made in Vegas. There's been a, they've been betting legally on, on games in Vegas forever. They have given those sports nothing. Zero. So why would these states decide now they have to give these sports a dollar when they haven't had to give—Vegas hasn't had to give these sports $1 ever. So now they're trying to bully their way in with integrity taxes and 1% off the top and and 1 cent off the top, all this stuff, trying to make their stand here for their money. And that's why you hear them talking about getting the feds involved. The states don't want the feds involved. They don't want the federal government involved. And the most likely thing from the start, now I'm not telling you that baseball, the NCAA, the NBA, football, won't put a lot of money in a till, go down, hire their lobbyists, and go work on Congress. They will. They absolutely will. That doesn't mean they're going to get any legislation done, but that's what they're going to do, because they think that's their best way to get money off the top is to get the feds involved and get Congress involved and get some federal laws involved. That's why a ways off. We're not even down that street yet. We are already down the street of the states. Now remember, most of these states operate already. The legislation that happened with the Indian casinos that changed American gambling and and brought forth the Foxwoods and the Mohegan Suns and all the different places all over the country, was a forerunner to what you're going to have now because you have most of these casino companies in these states. They're already in these states. They're already doing business in these states. And the same way they do business in these states with horse racing, the same way they do business in these states with games, with all different stuff, depending on which state it is, that is how they will deal with this with sports that's the that's how it will start so it will depend where you are now the biggest part of this is if anyone thinks there's going to be huge emporiums built on the sides of roads forget it why would you do that you don't need it all you need is to is to deal with mobile applications it's all about it's all about that It's all about apps. It's all about smartphones. That's all it's about. This is where the application is. This is more important than anything you're going to build anywhere. Yeah, you got to have a center, so you're going to have it at the racetrack. Fine. Make it legal at the racetrack. They might make it legal at the racetrack. They might make it legal at, you know, four or five centers, you know, somewhere they might make a deal with somebody and have some kind of, you know, race centers or sports centers that they prop up and you know, have people serving food and come up with some things and put a bunch of TV sets in and sell it that way. That might happen in certain states. But the big business, the thing that is going to change things is the application that is in your hand or on your iPad or home on your computer. That is where the real business will be done. That is where 99.8% of the business will be done. And that's when it becomes mass use, mass marketing. That is where it touches everybody is when that happens. And until that happens, if you still have to journey to Monmouth to make a bet, it's not going to be that big a deal. And we are a long way off from having kiosks in football stadiums in this country or kiosks, you know, in Madison Square Garden. Could you see that? Yeah, I can see that 15 years from now. I can't see that now. Will that eventually happen? I think there will be a day where you sit at the game at home and you or at home or sit at the game. And when you sit at the game, you will be able to see other games in your seat and you will be able to bet on anything you want. That will eventually happen, but it's a long way off. I mean, you're talking a generation off. This is just the start of something that will be moving for a generation. The biggest thing you're going to hear, though, is the noise the leagues are going to produce because this is their chance and they don't want to be left out. And they can see a case where they can be left out just like they've been left out of Vegas. And the states are going to use Vegas as the model because the Vegas model hasn't paid these leagues $1. Stone dime. So, why would you, if you're in Jersey, think you have to pay these guys anything? You don't. They're going to come with their handout, but so what? They lost their lawsuit. That's what that lawsuit was about. That lawsuit was to stop the state from controlling it so that they could get involved and make a buck. And are there companies that are going to make money in this? Yeah. You know, there'll be companies. Maybe the company in Jersey right now will make money. Maybe DraftKings will make money. Maybe uh, Churchill Downs will make money. Maybe Mohegan Sun will make money. Maybe Naira will make money. Who knows? I don't know which companies will come out with the best way of doing this. I'm sure they're going to sit down now and go to work. The ones with the lead are the ones that are already in business, like MGM and Caesars and all the different. They're they're the ones that are already in business. And they're in business in a lot of states. Remember, you have to be licensed and vetted first before you can go to work on this. So we're we a ways off from the idea of seeing every every kind of bet in front of you. We're a ways off from that. Is that day going to come? Yeah, it's going to come. It's not going to come originally. Uh, 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 what's going to first come is you're going to have to go down to Monmouth probably first. And make a bet there. And in New York, we'll see how long it takes them to get their business up and see how they approach that and who gets it and who wins the process and everything else. Because let's be honest, these states, they want to take a bunch of money off the top. I saw a guy on TV today, a couple of different guys. One guy had the illegal money waged in the country at $150 billion. One guy had it at $250 billion. One guy had it at $300 billion. Nobody knows. But they do know as they monitor these offshore accounts, which are not illegal because they're not in this country, but they can see the amount of money being bet, and it is astronomical. I think the money is over half. Of, I think it's over $500 billion a year myself. It might even, be, might even be more than that. I think it's a stunning amount of money. Now, remember, you're not going to stop those guys from wagering illegally because most people will still, in my mind, wager illegally. Because of the fact that they don't have to go into their pocket for the money. They can go on credit. And a lot of guys settle up with their guy once a month. So they don't have to do it every week. There you got you to pay for your bets as you make them. You got to have the cash on hand, or at least on your credit card. So that changes the way a lot of people are going to do business gambling. Because everyone thinks they're going to win, and they all think they can bet and not have to put up the money, and they're ahead of the game. That's, what they, that's the appeal. Having to put the money through is painstaking, and they will put limits, Congress will put limits, states will put limits on how much you can actually, you know, jack up on your credit card. They will not let people get credit card poor here on this. Although the credit cards would love it, they're not going to allow it. The credit cards don't need to find another way to rob you. They're already robbing you. Look how much they can charge you interest, folks. That's the greatest game in the world. If I could own any business in America, I'd own a credit card business. My God, you let people run up bills, and then you, should let them, then you let them pay 21 or 22% interest. It's the greatest business in the world. They can borrow money at 2% or 3%, and they can charge you 22%. <laughs> you can't lose. That's the best business going. But you're not going to put the illegal gambling market... It's never going away. Might it be cut into a little bit? Yeah, maybe. I think it will be. I think actually what will happen is we'll create a new wave of generational gamblers who haven't been involved with it before, eventually. That's when it's available on your phones. And that's why there has to be certain things where, you know... You have to be 18 to wager. You got to make sure that kids don't get involved. I mean, there's a lot of things you have to protect here. But you have a lot of voices making a lot of outrageous claims right now because they all want a piece of the pie. But the simplest way of looking at this is the mold has been set in Vegas. The states want to operate on their own, and this will be more like horse racing in terms of application in the beginning than anything else, it'll just be about sports. And the question is, how fast does it get onto your phone and onto your iPad and onto your mobile applications so that you can just do it at the press of a finger? Because that's where the business is. Forget about building these you know, grand places to view games. Those will be few and far between. It's all at the touch of a finger, and it will be big. And the leagues think it is an absolute game-changer. And they're trying to figure out how to get into the game. Watch them scurry around. Watch them try. Watch them make all these outrageous claims. How come you haven't heard him make one of these outrageous claims about Vegas before? When there has been money bet in Vegas... Now it's just going to be bet in other states the same way it's been bet in Vegas, and they haven't gotten a dollar. Why didn't they go out and ask for their integrity tax then? Right now, they're hoping Congress. They're going, they're going hat in hand. Well, not hat in hand. They'll bring big checks to Congress looking for some help. That may be years away, though. The, the application, at least in Jersey, is probably weeks away. I don't know how rudimentary it will be at the beginning. We'll have to wait and see. I think it'll probably be kind of limited in its first applications. I don't know how long it will take them to get mobile, which is the biggest key of all, and how long it'll take other states to get involved will be fascinating to watch too. But the game is on, and and they're scurrying around. Everyone is to chase the buck, your buck, back after this.